happening, okay? All right. For, <laughs> whew, this has been getting on me this week, but I didn't think I'd share it this morning. All right, Psalm 16 and verse 11 says, Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. David was a man after God's own heart. He sought for the prayer. He told God when he sinned and he got caught up with and he nobody could do a thing about it. Nathan just come up there and said, you're the guy. But he was king. Nobody could put him off the throne. Nobody could take his position. He, he had it going on. But you understand that he had a bout with God all of a sudden. And God told him, said, I'm going to do something to you, but you make the decision what you want. Well, that's pretty good God, isn't it? You tell me what your punishment's going to be. Go back and read it. Not many people got to make their own judgment. But David did. But you know what? One thing David said, I don't care what you do to me, God, but don't take your Holy Spirit from me. I want your Holy Spirit to be with me, to be in me, to be on me, and to be around me. I can go through whatever you put me through, but don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Let me be in your presence. Let me host your spirit. And when you become the host church of the presence of God, guess what? You are saying, Lord, I do away with all of me and I want all of you. Ask the guy that housed Jesus in his house. <laughs> Come on, call something, house Jesus in your house. Because there was all kind of people crowded up in there. And there was four guys came bringing a lame man. And they said, we ain't got no other way. The door's full. The windows are full. It's full on the outside. Let's just tear the roof off. Ask the homeowner. He said, it costs something to house the presence of Jesus Christ. If you want to house... If you want to house the presence of Jesus Christ, you might get your roof tore off. You might, you might, uh, no, it might not just be orthodox uh, and all the rules might not apply. Uh, when the Holy Spirit begins to host uh, in this house, get ready because God uh, is doing something great uh, and the world is going to want in on it. When you house the presence of God, it costs something. It doesn't just... Yeah, I, I well, Lord, I, I want the presence of God, but I don't want nobody tearing my roof up. Come on. Don't be. Now, y'all don't get too carried away because we don't want nobody tearing up anything. Mm-hmm. The Holy Ghost got loosed at Northside Assembly of God one night when I was growing up. And Lisa's dad, big, tall guy, got loose in the Holy Ghost and kicked the hole in the organ. And I remember the pastor saying, somebody asked him, said, what are we going to do about the organ? She said, I wish everybody would get loose and we'd have had to buy a new organ. If we got everybody full of the Holy Ghost like he... 
You understand, it's not about you anymore. It's about him and his presence. When you begin to host his presence, it might cost you something in the natural, but in the spiritual, it'll outweigh the bad by 101%. Because you won't have to worry about what God's going to do and what his glory's going to do and what his power's going to do. All you have to worry about is, I want you, Lord. I just want you. You're all that matters. And that's all that matters to me. Come on. But Lord, uh, what you going to do about my roof? Now, I appreciate you coming in and visiting my house, but your bunch. Huh? But the lame man got healed. Rose up and walked. <laughs> because this man decided to host the presence of God. Hmm. How many would worry about the tin on the roof if a lame man walked up in here? I, don't, I think that'd be the last of our concerns. Amen. Because if God does it, he's big enough to fix it. Last time I figured out that our Jesus was a carpenter. Huh? Hallelujah. Last time I heard, he belonged to a carpenter's son, so he has family. Mm. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God for whatever the presence messes up the family of God will take care he's got you covered church he's got you covered so it's not for the faint hearted so don't get discouraged don't get all fearful and don't be afraid because he said if you seek me with all of my heart your heart I'll be found of you the main thing that Jesus wants from us David said I want the presence and that one thing will I have I desired and that one thing will I seek after I'm going to seek for his presence I'm going to seek for his glory I'm going to seek for his power because let me tell you, when you begin to seek for him, everything else around you will take care of itself. Woo! Peter never asked God for his shadow to touch anybody. It just happened because he was the host. <laughs> Woo! Peter was a flounder. He's a mouthpiece of the whole twelve. He always spoke first, whether it made sense or not, whether it was the right thing to say or not. Remember on Mount Transfiguration, power of God all over that place. But Peter had one thing in mind, and he wanted the presence of God. He said, Lord, it's good for us to be here. He stopped right there. He'd been cool. Come on. There's a lot of time I stopped where I first said, I've been cool. But I didn't. I had to just keep on going. You know what I mean? Peter said, Lord, it's good for us to be here. Let us make three churches. Let's make a Moses church. How many knows there's a bunch of them out there? Right? It's all law and no grace. Come on. 
Because so Peter got his wish. He should have watched what he said, but he got it. And let's make one for Elijah. There's a prophetic church. They're pathetic, but they're prophetic. So, so. Come on. How many have been in one of them churches that everybody's got a word for you? I'm not against that either. I like it. But watch what them words say because some of them can be trouble to you. You can't listen to T.D. Jake said one time, if, if I don't know you, keep your mouth closed. You don't have a right to speak in my life. Come on. He's got scripture for it because it says, know them that labor among you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So there's scripture for it. So if they don't know you, unless it's something that God spoke to you already, file 13. I, I'm just being real. It's Sunday morning and it's snowy. So I'm just being real this morning. But you got to earn your right to speak into my life. That ain't wrong. These word seekers are the most discouraged people you'll ever find. Come on, they go from church to church, from town to town, getting wanting a word. And they are always needing a word. And they never are capable to do anything on their own without God saying, hey, this is, this is it. Come on, boy. Come on, let me guide you through it. Come on, let me help you through Come on, we walk by faith and not by sight. We want God to give us a, a Adair County mouth. And Lord just pointed out, you know what? He doesn't do that always. But you can look back and see where he guided you every step of the way when you depend on him. I'm not being stupid here. I'm just saying, watch the word churches, the Elijah churches. Because they they've got all prophetic, but not really much depth of the Holy Spirit leading them. So, Peter was right on. There's some Elijah churches, and there's some Moses churches. And then he said, we'll make one for you. How many like them Jesus churches? Amen. They got some prophetic. They've got some law, but they got Jesus in the middle. And mercy and grace came through Jesus Christ. The law was given to Moses. Moses brought the law because it was given to him. But let me tell you, Jesus came with it. And when you got somebody that came with it, I'd rather have what came with it than what was given to it as an afterthought. I mean, he's with me. Amen. That doesn't make Moses' law of any less effect. But let me tell you something. When Jesus came, he fulfilled it all. He brought the prophetic and he brought the law and he brought the grace all together in one. So, Peter, I agree with you. We need a Jesus church. Let's do away with the Moses church. Let's do away with the Elijah church. And let's get in the Jesus church where his presence can be in field, in bread and brought in us and alive in us that we may change this town that we're in. How many wants to see a change in Stillwell, in Adair County? If we want to see a change, we got to be host of his presence. Oh, this got into me this week. I guess you're on tail, can't you? We got to host him.
everything that we do has got to be about him. Lord, is this going to offend you if I say it? Come on. If I think about this, will this offend you? If I tell brother so-and-so off today, If I give sister so-and-so that look I've been wanting to give her for 20 years. Mm -hmm. If I send this text message out and I hit send on it, is it going to hurt your feelings? Is this going to make me lose my status with you? If I post what I'm about to post, yeah, it's going to make everybody else happy with me. But what about you, Jesus? Because yours, you're the one that I'm trying to host. I'm wanting to be your host today. I'm wanting to be your host today, Lord. I want you to, here's what Zacchaeus said. If it takes it, I'll pull out my walking wallet and pay everybody back that I've robbed. But I want to host you. And Jesus said, you don't have to worry about paying back. I'm coming to your house today, and I'm going to make it happen for you. And it'll just happen for you. And all the restitution will start happening when I show up. You'll start asking for forgiveness from people you hadn't even thought about. You'll start start straightening things up that when you host him, be ready to pay the price. He's going to fix stuff when he gets there. He's a carpenter. Amen. And carpenters walk into the house, they see everything. Flood level floors. Come on. Cabinet doors that are not quite level. You don't know what I'm talking about. I don't like carpenters coming to my house. Because I'm just a make-do. And sometimes. <laughs> but when the real Jesus shows up. Uh-huh. The real Jesus comes in here and shows up in this house. He's going to begin to make things new because that's what he does. When Peter finally got it right, he stopped mouthing so much and his shadow just began to heal folk. Come on, shadows don't talk. When we get the Holy Spirit in here, there won't be so much gav. There'll be more power. There'll be more anointing. We won't have to talk about it because it'll just happen when you pass them. They're going to feel that you are a hoster. of the. You don't have to have it on your shirt. You don't have to say anything about it. You don't have to post it on Facebook that we're having revival at Christian Worship. When they walk in the building, they're going to know we're the host church. They're going to know when they pass on the road, they're going to feel it arrest their hearts on the highway because the presence just don't stay bound in a perimeter of Holy Spirit. Oh, when you begin to let the Holy Spirit loose, it's going to go all over this area. Because we're the host church, we're going to host his presence. How many is ready? 2019 will be the year that we host him. And we say, Lord, you're at home here. Huh? Huh? Whatever happens, we're going to try to keep our mouth shut about it. Now, when our roof starts getting off and we start seeing daylight, zip it. 
come on. Because <laughs> you're the host. Now, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait just a minute. Y'all can't come up in here and do that. But you got who we need. So whatever it takes for us to get there, we're going to do it. Because desperate people use desperate means to get what they want. Come on, a thief that is starving will break through anything to get something to eat. May not take anything else, but he's going to take what he, the food. You got a freezer outside? Good luck with that. Amen. Because he's desperate. When these people in Adair County gets desperate, and they find out that Christian worship center's got him, they're going to come. And we may not look, we look, we don't, may not like the way they look, they smell, they dress, they act. Come on. Uh, they may take your seat, and you might have to spray it with Lysol when they get done. But that's okay. Bring your pocket can, trial size, fits in your purse. It's all good. It's all good. Amen. We got lots of bottles of Clorox wipes. I've seen them back there. You're welcome to use them. But let me tell you. Whoo. When God sees a hungry church that says, Lord, we want you no matter what. We hunger and thirst after his righteousness. He said, we shall be filled. Come on. <laughs> Amen. So don't fuss. Pastor, don't fuss. Because when Jesus comes, everything comes with him. He'll bring everything he needs to deliver who he needs to set free. Oh. Don't be worried if a demon possession starts acting up in here. Amen. Just pray that you have the power. Uh-huh. Pray that we have the anointing of the Holy Ghost enough to shut it down. Amen. And free them. Because when he's the presence, we don't have to depend on us. We don't have to sit on them. We don't have to hold them down. We don't have to tie them up. All we got to do is in the name of Jesus. Because he's the presenter. Amen. He's the authority. We just work off of his authority, his power, his grace, his anointing, his strength, his glory. And listen today, in this house, we are free in 2019. Whom the sun set free is free indeed. I told you last week that free indeed is a legal term. So everything that the devil is holding captive, he's holding illegally. Amen? So get ready, church. When we begin to host him, that should be our one desire. Is God, I want you to I want to host you this week. Because when you host him all week, he's going to come to church with you. 
We don't have to beg him. We don't have to plead with him. All we got to do is bring him on in here. And when the world sees, when they're passing down this street or this road and they feel the tug, they're probably going to pull in here and they may be messed up. They may be drugged out. They may not even know what day it is or where they're being or where they're going. But what they do know is the presence of the Lord is in the house. The woman with the issue of blood said, I got to touch him. I don't care. I'm not supposed to be here. It's illegal for me to be out of my house. I'm unclean. I have no business in this crowd. And if they find out, I'm going to be stoned. Come on. It wasn't no just put in jail. It was stoned. She said, but I got to have him more than if I die. What did Esther say? If I perish, I perish. But I gotta touch him. If if it don't work, what's the big deal? I've tried thousands of other things that hadn't worked. When desperate people begin to get desperate, how how well are you ready for the glory? Is our church prepared for the demonstration of the Holy Spirit? Like we're asking for? It's not for the weak. And it's not for the faint-hearted. Amen? I can just see that guy that owned that house when all that sawdust started coming down. What is happening? And then all of a sudden, his light comes shining through his roof. And he sees four guys poking their head down, checking it out. What are y'all doing? Huh? But we don't, re- we don't hear where he sued them. We don't hear where he demanded restitution. I don't even know how the roof got fixed. But I guarantee you it had something to do with the four that put him down there. Because I guarantee you they didn't leave a mess when they saw their friend healed. Out of thankfulness to God, they probably fixed the mess. Mm. So are we ready to deal with the consequences of the presence of God? Is there anybody ready this morning for the consequences? Amen? Because God is greater than all the things that's going to happen. Amen? He's bigger than any circumstance that the devil might use to discourage us. But let me tell you this morning, is all that matters to me is his presence. David said, do whatever you want to with me, Lord. But don't take your presence or your Holy Spirit from me. Moses said, Lord, if you're not going with us, we ain't going. God told him, said, go on down, go on. There was a bunch of wanting to go to promised land after that God smote a bunch of them. And they said, now we're ready to go, Moses, let's go. Moses said, I ain't going. You know why? Because God said he's going to send an angel. If he ain't going, I ain't going. Well, we're ready, Moses. What, what's the deal? Angel's good. Moses said, I'm not going with an angel. 
I want you. Come on, the church is so satisfied with God's second best that they'll take an angel. Come on. But I want him. How many wants him? I'm not knocking angels. Angels are good. But you know what? On this deal, we need him. How many is ready to host the presence of the Lord <laughs> in 2019? We're ready? I, I want you to stand to your feet right now. And I want you to give God your best praise that you've given him in 2019. And begin to say, God, I want you. It's all about you, Lord. I'll take your spirit. I'll take your presence. I'll take your anointing. I'll take your Holy Ghost. I'll take your glory. I'll take your goodness. Hallelujah, hallelujah. All that matters to me this morning, God, is that you are with us. You are in this house. You are in my life. You are camped around me. Hallelujah. Because when you're here, when you're here, nothing else matters. <laughs> oh, 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 come on, worship him this morning in this house. He's in here. He's here this morning. He's with us.